We start in Titty City, where Esto didn't see the gardener snake in the grass and it snuck right into his Minshew. Debbie does Dallas Goddard didn't see near enough balls for his liking as his ankle crumbled faster than a local dancer on a Friday night at Shakers. Oh, smell Beckham Jr. must have missed his Cleveland steamer this week because the Browns put up 34 points without having to dump on him too much. DeAndre Hopcat looked as dead as Lincoln, Nebraska after Ohio State came to town. But it didn't matter because for the first time, we're back. Actually means something coming from Nate Meter. Nate, 141.7. John, 111.4. We now head to the greatest meat house on earth, where the secret recipe is just letting Russ cook. Today's menu was a 40 burger for Alvin Kamara, and Sammy Zetek proved once again that the meat at Centennial is always John Brown to perfection. Will Reimer learned the hard way that you can't spell Chris without IR, and the injuries keep piling up for the reigning champ. We're still weeks away from a hookup via ChristianMingleMcCaffrey.com, but Will has trust that his third leg Greg, Zerloin, will close as it always does. Lamar Samuel L. Jackson looked as if there were snakes on the plane on Monday, and Josh Allen reminded Will that no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Sammy, 170.2. Will, 90.6. Oh, no. <laughs> now to the ESPN campus in Bristol, Connecticut, where the body issue was being discussed and Jesse Tenney lost by several miles. Sanders, that is. Devontae Sarah Jessica Parker couldn't pull off any hocus pocus for this roster and no one's nut Zach Ertz more than JT's. Jesse is gonna need curious George Kittle to quit monkeying around because his always bad never last title is looking a little bananas. Sloan K will put his Jarvis lingerie back into its drawer for another week because he's one week closer to being off the body watch. So, 140.7, Jesse, 94.6. Ooh. Next up at the farm, where I stole more than just lighting swag. Patrick Mahomes still made like Lil Wayne's albums and said, why change the title when we can just run it back? Omarion Cooper was eating the booty like groceries, but couldn't find the hind end zone for completion. It didn't matter, as Osh's defense was a brick waller all day long. Trev's three-quarterback system looks more like a curse, as he can't figure out who Leo to start. Justin Thomas Jefferson declared his independence on Lighting's team as the only player to reach 30 points this week, and Lighting's goose egg in the wide receiver spot looks everything but presidential. Osh, 116.2, Lighting, 101.1. Last, we head to the bread factory, where it was a record-setting day in the loaf department. Tyler, the creator, Lockett, had his loiter squad ready as he was lingering around in the end zone all day to the dismay of the Dallas Cowboys. Young Hoku was hoeing around on the cast of Mean Girls because he keeps telling Loaf, stop trying to make the Vikings defense work. Mark St. Andrews thought he was on the golf course as he was the lowest score of the week. And David Montgomery Gentry told Jacob, that's something to be proud of, scoring 132.3 points. Jacob will expect better luts next time after two straight losses. Loaf, 148.6. Jacob, 132.3. All right, scatter plots. We've got three weeks in the books.
It's been a good three weeks. Uh, some COVID issue for the first time this week, so we'll see how that goes. Keep that in mind. Steelers-Titans, I think, is affected. Uh, things are starting to shape up a little bit. The good teams are starting to stick their necks out a bit, and the bad teams are starting to uh, to really show. So I'm going to do a power rankings this week. I think week three is is a, as good a time as ever to have the first power rankings. Uh, just kind of see where everybody stands. And as I said last week, the betting favorite, the guy that should be considered the absolute favorite to win this league, in my opinion, is Nate Meter. And that might be a surprise to somebody because it might be a surprise to some people because Sammy has scored the most points in the league. But I just think Nate's team is deeper. I think Sammy, one maybe one injury could derail the season, whereas Nate just has dudes. He's got a bunch of dudes. He's got a just a bevy of running backs that he can turn to if anybody goes down, and he's just deep everywhere. He has a lot of good picks, uh, and I just think it's the number one team in the league at this point until proven otherwise, really. He's 3-0, and uh, so consider Nate the betting favorite. Still, we're going to do plus 200 still. Bet a dime to win two. Sammy, plus 250. He's right behind him, right on his heels. Uh, Russell Wilson looks like the pick of the year. Alvin Kamara looks like the second pick of the year. Those two guys, I mean, are absurd. So as long as they stay healthy, I think they're going to carry Sammy's team to give it just a massive floor every week. And then everywhere else he's good too. I just think the bench is a little weak. Uh, like I said, if Kamara, if Russ, if one of these guys goes down, could be tough sledding, trying to find somebody uh, to fill in. He's got Kareem Hunt, he's got Lev Bell, so he's got good running backs. But I just think, you know, could go south for him if, uh, if one of his big guys gets hurt. Third, I'm going to go with Loaf here. I liked Loaf's draft. He had the real bad week one, and since then, it's just been chalk for Loaf, I think. Uh, Dak is throwing for like 450 yards a game, so that was a good keeper pick. He's got great receivers. Uh, Dalvin Cook is being Dalvin Cook. He doesn't have a ton of running back depth, but I think it's good enough. It's good enough to be third in this league for certain. Uh, we'll see if he gets a light schedule again. But Loaf at 2-1, and one, I think, is the third best team in the league. Number four, and this could surprise people, Will Reimer. I don't think his record indicates the team. Uh, he's had, I mean, he's had to go against two very high scorers. He had, obviously, the brutal week this week, scoring the lowest amount of points in the league. But injuries are just piling up for Will Reimer. And once this team gets healthy, it's going to be scary. I mean, you got CMC, Godwin, Chris Carson. They're all banged up. But if Will can just tread water for three weeks, three, four weeks, then he's going to come back with a vengeance. And I think he's going to make a playoff run. And I think it's going to be one of those teams that you're talking about when it comes to the end. So I think Will's team is really good. I think the analytics would say that Will's team might be when healthy, 
number one or two in the league. And so I'm going to keep Will at four here and know that he might have a couple, you know, he might be two and four, but he's going to finish strong if those guys get back. Number five, John Estadillo. And John should be two and one. I mean, you say that, but he should probably be two and one if Evan Ingram doesn't drop like three balls that first Monday night. Uh, you know, bad luck that he's one and two, but he's got a ton of running backs. James Robinson looks like the waiver claim of the year, the pickup of the year. Uh, that guy is good. And I think John's at this point, number five in the league could be number four, could flip flop him with will, but it's just been some bad luck really. And so he could very easily be two and one. Which brings us to Osh, who I'll put at sixth, even though... So I'm putting two one-and-two teams ahead of Osh. Because I think Osh should be one-and-two. He snuck away from John week one. Pat Mahomes is going to keep the floor high for his team. He's got really good receivers. Um, Just picked up another receiver. Picked up a tight end, finally, that he can use on a weekly basis. So he's not doing the whole Hawkinson Gronk thing every week. Um, So I liked the trade for both of us. And I think we helped each other. He got the tight end. I get a quarterback. And he just needs to find an RB2. I mean, if Leonard Fournette can be Leonard Fournette that we've seen him be, then Osh's team is going to be really good. Right now it doesn't look that way. Um, you, you know, you never know as the season goes on, but I'm going to put Osh at six. Number seven, Jacob Engel. And, you know, a one and two start. He should be just fine when Michael Thomas gets back. He probably arguably has the best wide receiver trio in the league. Um, it's a good team. I think his running backs will get going at some point. But... Tom Brady in the quarterback slot has been tough. Uh, he's got Andrews in the tight end spot. I mean, it's a really good, it's a great roster. Once Thomas gets healthy, it's going to be a really good roster, and I think he'll be just fine. Um, and I think they'll get going, but right now he's seventh. Number eight, Trevor Lighting. I think it's a bottom three roster, I really do. And I think it's going to stay that way, unless he makes some drastic changes. The three-quarterback system, after three weeks, I'm going to just say it's been a complete failure. Uh, He never starts the right one. And, you know, he's got – he's using two bench spots for quarterbacks, which is questionable at best. So I think it's a bottom three roster. Uh, I think there's holes in it. With the, like, A.J. Green and Singletary. I mean, Singletary's been good. So, is it a great pick? Maybe. I mean, as of right now, it looks like a great pick. We laughed about it, but Singletary looks good. Um, But I'm going to put Lighting at 8, being 1 and 2. Number 9, put myself back on the body watch this week. Uh, I don't think I deserve to be off, to come off the body watch, just because of one good week. Uh, After two weeks, I was the lowest scorer in the league. So we can't just say after one week of looking like a formidable team that I, I deserve to come off the body watch. Uh, I'm the ninth best team in this league. 
and this shouldn't be a playoff roster. So if it is, it'll have to take a miraculous job by me, which we've seen in the past. But I just don't know if this can be the underdog story that years past has been. So myself at nine on the body watch, I just got Rodgers. Hopefully that helps. Uh, Joe Mixon stinks out loud. So if anybody wants Joe Mixon, come get me. Uh, Mike Davis has been an absolute revelation to my team. And that's only going to last for, you know, a couple more weeks probably. So number nine, Sloan K at one and two. And number 10, Jesse Tenney, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Tenney. Tough three-week stretch. Injuries everywhere. This is the most injury-riddled team. I think it's more injury-riddled than Will's team. I mean, it's been a disaster. It seems like none of his guys can stay healthy. Uh, and he needs to get healthy before it's just too late. Because 0-5 or 0-6, something along those lines, it's going to be awfully tough to climb out of. So Jesse joins me on the body watch again this week. And it I would just call it a decent roster with bad luck for Jesse Tenney. So he's firmly still on the body watch. 0-3, and, and we'll see if he can climb out of the hole. So that's it for this week. Uh, have a great week. Everybody but Sammy Zetek. And uh, hey, as always, in this COVID environment still, fuck you guys.